Welcome to the Whiskey and Lemon Podcast. I am Lana Mercedes. Today we're going to be talking about protecting our health. There are four essentials that we need to survive. Food to give us nourishment, water to replenish our bodies, oxygen to provide us with air. The last essential I feel is one that we most take for granted, and that is our nervous system, which manages our nerve impulses. Our nervous system is how our brain communicates with our bodies. It basically controls everything that we do. It's how we are capable of thinking, feeling, walking, talking, etc. It is made up of our brain, spinal cord, and all of our nerves. The nervous system has two main components, the somatic, which is the voluntary component, and the autonomic, which is the involuntary component. The somatic component consists of nerves that connect the brain and spinal cord with muscles and sensory receptors underneath our skin. The autonomic nervous system manages body processes that we are not consciously thinking about and controlling throughout our everyday life, like breathing and body temperature. Other things include metabolism, heart rate, blood pressure, tears, sweat, and sex organs. Our sympathetic nerve regulates how we handle stress and fear. The autonomic component also has two subcomponents, our sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. Our sympathetic nerve regulates how we handle stress and fear. It's our flight or fight mode, essentially. This is when we release two hormones called adrenaline and cortisol. Our parasympathetic nerve regulates our body during normal function, so it's maintaining and regenerating our average mood. According to Merck Manual, it slows our heart rate and decreases our blood pressure. It stimulates our digestive tract to process food and eliminate waste. The energy we gain from food is then used to restore and build our tissues. The somatic nervous system controls muscles and movement, while the autonomic nervous system controls our glands and internal organs. We know that our physical health plays a pivotal role in our brain activity, but we often do not take the necessary steps to maintain it. We have to fit exercise and healthy eating into our daily routine. When we don't stretch out our muscles, our bodies become tense. And when our bodies are tense, our minds are tense. Talk about a domino effect. For many, a busy day's work really seems to have no time for a gym session, morning jog, or a quick bicycle ride. Especially for parents who also have to get kids ready in the morning and to sleep at night. Well, I have some great solutions for you to help squeeze some fitness into your day. When you're running errands, make a conscious effort to choose a further parking space. Also, skip the elevator and take the stairs. Chores are done and you want to just relax and watch some TV. Well, here's a good thing to know. Sitting on the carpet or a blanket and doing some basic stretch techniques for the first 30 minutes of watching your favorite show has a much better relaxation effect than heading straight to the sofa with a snack. Try the same method if you're at home sitting on your phone. Next time you're putting away clothes or dishes instead of bending, which is bad for your back anyway, try squatting. When you're putting away groceries, try some bicep curls with the heavier items. If you have stairs in your home, you can hold onto the rail tightly and take your time lunging on the way up and doing some torso twists on the way down. This is also a time where you have to be good to yourself. So many of us put emphasis on our bodies to an unhealthy extent. So yes, have balanced meals, but also if you want to have a cookie, have one. I'm not saying have 20, but it's unhealthy for your mind if you're telling yourself, I'm feeling really down today after the stressful and discouraging day I had, and I really want to have a chocolate chip cookie. 
And then to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you need to lose 10 pounds. You can have a cookie in two months. Always remember to practice speech to yourself as you would to another person. So if you had a best friend trying to lose 10 pounds and you were having a cookie and they wanted one, would you also pass one to them or would you look at them and discuss and say, you can have one in two months? We must practice balance. We can accept where we are with our bodies while still striving for health. Aside from the physical health aspect, we also need to focus on our mental and emotional health. And what better way than by managing our stress? As I mentioned in episode eight, taking time for yourself is what makes you most productive. When you are happier and more relaxed, you are less affected by factors that could normally overwhelm you. It is important to maintain a calendar so that you can organize your life and not clutter it with unnecessary or negative factors. Another key to stress management is releasing any built-up clutter in your mind, your car, your home, your workspace. Have an abundance of things on your chest, get them off. Have an overflow of needless paperwork and boxes crowding your office, get them out. Lastly, do things you enjoy. Listen to some of your favorite music. Spend real quality time with your family and friends. Go for a hike. Fulfill your spiritual hunger. Of course, we can't do everything the way we want right now with the state of the world, but there are many ways to adapt. FaceTime, phone calls, write letters, indoor workouts if you need, and when it's safe to finally do so, plan a vacation. One very important thing that I constantly preach to those around me is that we need to put ourselves first sometimes. And this doesn't mean just before other people, but putting the things we need before the things we want. So as we know, aside from a healthy nervous system, our bodies need food, water, and sleep. But why are we so quick to give those up first? It's 11 p.m. and we need to wake up at 6 a.m. Why is it so easy for us to stay up playing games on our phone, browsing social media, or watching TV? Why are we so quick to skip dinner or push it to 10 p.m. just so we can finish some work? We need to stop making the things most important for us to function be the first things we so easily give up. The American Psychological Association includes three strategies necessary to reduce stress responses, and those are maintaining a healthy social support network, engaging in regular exercise, and getting an adequate amount of sleep each night. Remember, the brain controls how we function, like how we think, feel, remember things, learn, speak, and walk. But it also controls the things that we're less mindful of, like breathing, heart rate, food digestion, and natural body regeneration. So don't forget those things. They're just as important and if forgotten can be more dangerous. See, if we realize that our memory or cognitive functions are lacking, we usually associate that to a lack of sleep. However, what are we changing when our digestive system is off or our breathing feels more like work? Are we chalking it up to age and are needing to do a fat diet and not just adjusting to the fact that we need more sleep or that we've been skipping meals lately? So let's get adequate sleep for our bodies. Let's have good food to nurture it, drink water to replenish, and breathe deep. Just inhale and exhale. Let's be better to our bodies and protect our health. Like the famous Jim Rohn quote we all know, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. have a few essential techniques that I think could really help for nurturing your nervous system and also just helping relieve stress. So let's go over that list together. Finish a hot shower with one to two minutes of cool water to charge your nervous system. 
Walk in safe parts of nature with bare feet and feel the earth beneath your toes. Eliminate smoking and excessive alcohol. Try to sleep with support, whether that means a firmer mattress or aligning a pillow under you if you sleep on your side. Wear good, supportive shoes. Use a lumbar pillow on your desk chair. Practice the 478 method of breathing. Inhale through your nose for four seconds. Hold the breath for seven. And exhale through your mouth for eight. I have noticed that this method helps me release stress and also helps me sleep at night. Acknowledge and work through your emotions. Get mental stimulation, read, do puzzles or other brain games. Utilize the correct lighting. So warm and natural lighting and appropriate settings on your screens. Aromatherapy, use some essential oils or decorate your home with fresh flowers. Listen to some relaxing music to bring down stress or an energetic day. Drink something warm without caffeine. You can have tea. I also like to grate fresh ginger to make tea or just plain warm to hot water, which is good for our mood and digestive system. Dance, sing, pray. If it's appropriate for your health, try acupuncture or cupping. Ask for help or support when needed. Create boundaries. Set realistic expectations and deadlines. Take advantage of your vacation time. Leave work at a reasonable time. Embrace open communication. Acupressure. In line with decluttering, organize. Practice patience and understanding. Visualize success over failure. Journal. Move with intention and be active. Procrastinating will only add stress. Minimize your dealings with things that don't personally serve you. If you don't enjoy crime documentaries or politics, healthily limit the media you consume on those topics or the conversations you have regarding them. Decrease your caffeine intake. This can often make us jittery and cause stress, giving us unsteady heartbeats, migraines, digestive issues, and insomnia. Adopt positive self-affirmations and eliminate negative self-talk. Give compliments. Making someone else feel good makes us also feel good. Focus on one thing at a time. Exercise your eyes when you're at your computer using the 20-20-20 rule. Every 20 minutes, look at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. Get up from your desk and walk. Stretch your body, including your wrists, fingers, ankles, and neck. What I want to leave you with is this. 
keep a mental or even written note of the way your body behaves when in good spirits versus how it behaves under stress. Recognize the changes that you feel and monitor what things make it better or worse. Learn to understand the patterns your body goes through so that you can nurture your nervous system in a more proactive versus reactive way. My mention for this week's episode is someone that I like to follow, and her name is Tabitha Brown. You can find her on Instagram at I am Tabitha Brown. She is widely known for her positivity, sense of humor, and vegan recipes. She's like everyone's Instagram mom giving you a warm virtual hug. I hope the information I provided today was helpful, and we'll talk next week. 